time. Amen. First Peter 2, verse 9 and 10. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people that ye should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Also turn to Ephesians. Well, I feel Ephesians, the third chapter, verse 20. Ephesians, the third chapter, uh, beginning at verse 20. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we asked or think according to the power that worketh in us. You may take your seats. It's show time. It's show time. Now, these verses that I've read here today, uh, I could preach probably about six months on each one of them. I read two different passages of scripture, so that would be a year. And I don't think that you all want to sit here for an entire year to hear me preach here today. And so I'm just going to evangelistically deal with this particular subject matter today that it's show time. You know, Satan has been in the business of stealing, killing, and destroying. He has also been in the business of confusion and deception. You'll find that when you read in the Gospel of John, it tells us that God is spirit and God is light. And it is the business of the enemy to put out the light, the light of knowledge and uh, the light of truth. He don't want you to come into the light of knowledge nor into the light of truth. But there was a word that the prophet Isaiah that he declared in the 45th chapter of the book of Isaiah, right around the 11th verse, he says, but thus saith the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, he says, and his maker says, asked me of things to come concerning my sons and daughters and concerning the work of my hand. He said, just ask me if you want to know. He says, just ask me. But when I was reading that particular passage of scripture, towards the end of that verse, he simply said, command ye me. Now, this is God talking. God says, command ye me. And so if you want to know what the will of God is for your life, scripture says, just ask him. Now, this does not give us the right reason nor responsibility to give God the orders. It don't give us the right to tell him what to do or when to do or even how to do. 
But God said, asked of me. Get it in your spirit. Everybody say, asked of me. <clears throat> in other words, in other words, what God is saying there is God is simply saying, check in and find out what I'm up to. Every now and then, you ought to just check in with God. Find out what God is up to. See what my plans are concerning the work of uh, my hand just like the hands of the potter he says uh, he just simply says bring yourself to me and leave uh, yourself with me and see the power that is in me to do the miraculous. God wants to perform a miracle in somebody's life here today. But he's simply telling us that you've got to bring all of you to me. Not just some of you, not the majority of yourself, not just the part that you want me to have. But you have to bring all of yourself to me. And then he says, command ye me. In other words, make it yours. Sometimes you got to make it yours. I don't know who I'm talking to, but God says, uh, command ye me and make uh, it yours. This is not by way of prescription, but by way of petition. Be earnest and be sincere in your request. Be confident in your expectations make it work for the good you can't go before God and request anything from God with doubt and with fear you must go before God and when you go take take his word with you because how many of you know God's always going to honor his word and his word tells us here today Day to command ye me. You see, God is not wanting less for us than we want for ourselves. In fact, scripture says that I have not seen and ears have not heard and neither have it appeared unto the hearts of men the things which God have prepared for them that love him. I want to know, is there anybody and hear that love the Lord. Well, guess what? God's got some great things in store for you. He says, but God have revealed unto them, unto us by his spirit. For the spirit is search of all things, yea, the deep things of God. And so whatever you desire or need to know, just ask God, just ask God. You don't have to wonder about it. Ask him, tell him what you need. You see, the Hebrews, uh, they wanted a temple to worship God. So what did, what did God do for them? He had King Cyrus to pay for it. In other words, they wanted a temple. They didn't have the resources to get the temple, but God spoke 
to the king and the king paid for the temple. Don't you know God has some folk that you may not even know that got enough money. Y'all ain't going to help me here. That got enough money in their pocket while you're worrying and while you're stressing over life. And guess what? When God moves, there's no strings attached. Somebody ought to shout no strings attached. I know, I know we living in a day, we living in a time that it seems like every time somebody do something for you, uh, it's always a string attached to it. Y'all ain't got to help me here. They buy you a hamburger and they want to go on a date. The devil is a liar. God got some folk out there, amen, that has exactly what you need without any strings attached. You remember when Israel wanted out? of bondage he had feral daughter to find and raise the boy that would lead God's people and would liberate Israel you got to understand God knows what you need and God knows how to supply have I got a witness up in here how to supply everyone of your knees. Y'all don't mind if I preach the Bible. I don't know nothing else. I don't know nothing else. But when you look over in the 33rd chapter of the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah will let you know that even while you are shut up in prison, and guess what? Prison don't have to be at Los Colinas. It don't have to be behind physical bars. Some of you all, you go home, you're in prison. You go to work, you're in prison. Oh, I I might well preach this thing here. Some of y'all even come to church and we say where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty and you sit up in church and you still, you still feel like you are in prison. But Jeremiah said that even when you are behind prison bars or you feel like you're locked in on every side and the walls are caving in on you, he said, I got a word from the Lord. How many of y'all know God will speak to you no matter where you are? If you're on the mountaintop, if you're out on the raging sea, you could be in the midst of a storm and God, he'll still speak to you. And what did God say to brother Jeremiah? God said to Jeremiah, he said, call unto me and I will answer thee. Not only will I answer you, but I'll show you. I'll show you great and marvelous things. I'll show you some stuff that you don't even know about. You asked him for one thing, but God says you don't even know what you really want. I got something beyond your wildest imagination. Somebody ought to praise God on that word that God has something. God has something in store for you beyond your wildest imagination. And I stopped by here to tell somebody it's showtime and you don't have to go buy no tickets to the Apollo uh uh the Apollo ain't gonna do it I'm talking about it's showtime when it comes to the things 
of God. When you glance over in the book of Numbers, the 23rd chapter, and verse number 19, it just simply tells us God is not a man that uh, he should lie, neither the son of man that he should uh, repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? In other words, uh, whatever God says that he's going to do, you not as well get ready because God is going to do it. If God says he's going to heal you, I don't care how sick you are. If God said he's going to make a way for you, I don't care how broke you are. If God said you might as well get ready. Isn't it amazing that when God speaks something into your life, it always seemed like all hell break loose. Yeah, I said it. When God speaks something into your spirit and it leaves your head and go to your heart and you receive it and you know God's going to do it. It just looked like everything that could possibly go wrong. It just seems like it goes wrong. But I challenge somebody up in this place here today to shout, the devil is a liar. I'm going to feel like preaching in a minute. Uh, my God, because the devil is a liar. When you go down to the Exodus, the 33rd chapter, the Lord had to speak again to Moses. Uh, and he said, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken. In other words, Moses, God will do what you speak. Y'all ain't listening. He said, command ye me. In other words, God will, God will do whatever you speak. And that's why I keep telling you all, stop being so negative and stop being so down and always uh, and always talking down God will do whatever you speak hallelujah speak your healing speak your deliverance uh, come on here speak your transformation speak my God speak your new position whatever you speak God said I, I, I'll do it he said for thou hast found grace in my sight hey, and I know thee by thy name Lord I'm trying to calm down here I mean, y'all know when you find favor with God and when you find grace with God and God knows you by your name can't nobody get what God has for you but all you have to do just believe God and so Moses I'll give you whatever you want and Moses said well since you gonna give me whatever I desire notice Moses didn't ask for a new Mercedes Benz he didn't ask for a new house in East Lake come on here somebody what did Moses ask God for Moses says I beseech thee show me thy glory he said because if I see your glory I don't need a new house if I see your glory, I don't need a new diamond ring. If I see God's glory, come on here, somebody. I don't need a new car. He says, show me that glory. And the Lord tells Moses, he said, there's a place, come on, where you can see my glory. Tell your neighbor, there is a place. God has a place. God has a place for you where you can see his glory. Because only the sincere heart can be there, Moses. God said, no, everybody can't go to that place. And let me tell y'all something. 
Lord, I don't want to preach too long up in here. But when God shows you and God begin to talk to you and when God begin to lead you, listen, you can't take everybody with you. That's some of y'all problem. You carrying too many folk along with you and they're hindering your blessing. I know you love them. I know you care about them. I know you're concerned about them. But I come to serve you notice some of them are becoming a hindrance to what God wants to do in your life. He says only the sincere heart can go there and everybody Moses can't go there with you. He said listen, he said listen, listen we cannot look at God my God but rather we must look after God. There's a difference in looking at God and, 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 and looking after him for we see through a glass darkly says Paul and so when we see what God has done in his works and the actions of God our savior and king we only get to see as it were the back parts of him read the bible because Moses saw his back parts he didn't even see the face of God because how many y'all know you can't behold the face of God the face of God is too powerful but God told Moses I want you to get into the cliff of a rock and I'm, I'm gonna just pass by you and, 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 and if you're attentive my God if you're really patient and if you have some form of discipline I'll show you my glory Moses got in the cliff of the rock and he, well, man that's another message you better get in the cliff come on here hey you better get in the I go, where do you go well let me keep going here uh, I want you to know I go to the rock what rock you go to I go to the rock that's a sure foundation I go to the rock that Daniel saw rolling down through Babylon I go to the rock that David said when my heart is overwhelmed lead me to that rock that is higher than I I go to the rock that Jesus told Peter that upon this rock my God I'm going to build my church where do you go where where do you go? You better get in the cliff of the rock. Moses got there in the cliff. I feel like preaching here. Moses got there in the cliff of the rock and God passed by and he saw the backside of God and by seeing the backside of God he saw enough of the glory of God and so I submit to you today that it was there in the cliff of the rock that God showed Moses not where he was going don't miss him but where he had been because when you see the back part of somebody you don't know where they're going you just, you just see where they have come from and so God showed Moses that day what did he show him he showed him that he's the one that created what God is saying to us today is this that it's time to show my people God he wants to show us some stuff listen I know he's been good to you already but I don't mean to be the bearer of bad news but you haven't seen nothing yet I appreciate that testimony all y'all that testified I rejoice in your testimony but guess what you have not seen you ought to tell somebody nothing yet because uh, what God is saying God is simply saying that it's showed 
time, baby. He's saying it's showtime because uh, you got to understand that our prayers are not capable to comprehend the height, length, breadth, or depth of the love of God. Our faith is not capable of exceeding the power of the creator of all things. Our desires will not confound the excellence of the testimony and knowledge of Jesus and our needs are not greater to exalt the giving and pouring out of blessings that God want to pour out upon his people. God can and God will work above what we ask or think. God will show up and guess what when God shows up he always shows out. How many of y'all know God always shows out? Uh, listen, most men could not imagine such a thing. We did not ask it because uh, we could not think it. There's some things you're not asking God for because it don't even cross uh, your mind to ask him. Come on here, somebody. But if we think of his goodness, then we ask for his goodness. Uh, then God shows up with his goodness. Even if we do not ask, uh, it will not stop God from doing it because God says, uh, I will answer you before you even ask. Whew, that's in the book. Before you even know what you need. Before you can even formulate your words. Whew, I almost jumped over this pulpit just then. My God, I got that in my spirit. I got that brother's in my spirit. That before I even ask God, I don't even think to ask him. Before you ask me, I will give you an answer. Only God can give an answer before you even ask the question but God said you might as well get ready get ready why because it's show time you don't believe me you don't believe me I know you don't believe me but 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 but, but who would have ever thought of Jericho walls falling down but when God says that it's show time it's show time the Bible said it came to pass on the seventh day that they rose early about the dawning of the day and compassed the city after the same matter seven times only on that day they could pass the city a seventh time and then it went on to say that it came to pass at the seventh time when the priest blew with the trumpeters Joshua said unto the people shout why am I shouting because the Lord is going to give you the city and I need somebody up in here up in here it ain't about our emotions it's about being obedient and I need somebody in here that need God to show up and show out I just want you to give him a shout real quick come on I don't care what you say say hallelujah say thank you Jesus just say oh my God come on here somebody you ought to shout your deliverance is in the shout your healing I stand back here to tell you it's in the shout whatever you need from God it's in the shout God will bring your kids back home it's in the shout God will make your employer act right it's in the shout somebody ought to shout 
Y'all sit down. Because <laughs> the Bible said, what time is it? Oh, my time almost gone here. The Bible says to Moses that uh, said to him, all I, Josh, all I need you to do is tell the people to shout. When people learn how to shout, everybody got to shout. The priest shouted. That means the pastor got to shout. That means the deacons got to shout. If we want God to do something in this place, if we want God's power to abide in this place, we can't have no cutie pies. Come on here, somebody. Everybody got to shout. The deacon got to shout. The organist got to shout. The drummer got to shout. The babies got to shout. The trustee board got to shout. If there was more shouting on the trustee board, there'd be less fighting. The choir got to shout. The prayer warriors got to shout. The ushers got to shout. I want everybody to jump up and shout! Sit down. You still don't believe me. My God. You see, when you shout, you shout with your mouth and you dance with your feet. And we ain't dancing right now. Sometimes you can't dance your way through it. Sometimes you got to shout your way through it. You got to shout, 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 shout. People will think you're crazy, but I dare you to just keep on shouting. Because when you shout, the devil got to shut up. I got a shout in me. Shout, 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 shout. Moses, whew. won't I show up for you? Won't I show up for you? Standing at the Red Sea. Uh, yeah, he'll show up for you. He departed. Uh, Y'all know the story. Let me move on. He departed the Red Sea. And somebody, you standing at your Red Sea right now. You look like mm, I caught the waters are rushing. And look like you, you, you said you can't swim. But guess what? You better make up in your mind I can swim. Jump on out of there in the water. Come on, because when you go through the waters, uh, God said, I'm going to be with you. What you worrying about? See, you so much into yourself and how, what you can do. God said just step out in the water because when you go, when you pass through the waters, God said I'm going to be right there with you. And why would God tell us my God. Why would God tell us to go in the water knowing we can't swim? Well, the reason that the middle of God tell us, he said, because I'm going to go with you. And what you don't understand is that the devil can't swim. Look at your neighbor and say, the devil can't swim. The devil can't swim. And that's why God tells us, well, let me go. Let me close God uses uh, these types of people to show forth his power. God is the only one that can take a negative and make it a positive. Come on. And so when God takes that negative or takes nothing and makes something out of it, anybody know anything about that? He wants that searching, he wants that something to tell everybody of how it was done. In other words, you won't be able to brag. You won't be able to stick your chest out. You won't be able to say, look what I did. But you would have to say it was nobody but God. And I'm wondering, do I have any nobody but God up in here? Uh, do I have anybody that say it was nobody but God? It wasn't because of how much money I made. It was nobody but God. It didn't matter about the degrees that was behind my name. It was nobody but God. I should be dead sleeping in my grave. But it was no, somebody else thought it was nobody but God. I should be locked up right now in a mental institution blowing bubbles. I should be walking down the street naked. But it was nobody 
like, my God, somebody ought to shout nobody. It was nobody but God. God said, it's showtime here. Yeah, my God. Notice Israel. I'm closing here. But notice Israel. They didn't have no army. They had no chariots. It was a nation that was the smallest of all nations. But God fell in love with them. I dare God to fall in love with you. Ooh, glory be to God. I dare God to fall in love with you. And God declared that he would lay his hand upon them. And that he was going to make them a great nation. And look what he says. He said, and when I'm finished making you what I want you to be. I want you to tell everybody. I want you to just go tell everybody that I, even I, am the Lord. And beside me, there's none other. Is there anybody up in here that can say he is God? And beside him, there is none other. And without him, I could do nothing. And without him, I would fail. And as the Egyptians came closer and closer, God said, move out the way and let me be, let me work. Why? Because it's showtime. You see, these people had to see that the God of Israel was holding them, even though God hadn't delivered them yet. And I come to tell somebody, God is holding you, honey, even though God has not delivered you yet. Mm. even though God have not healed you yet even though God has not brought you out yet uh, sister Harrison God is still holding you God still sustained them God still gave them joy in the midst of what was happening God still gave them peace you see God doesn't have to deliver me from everything but all I'm asking him right now all I'm asking God to do and this is my my prayer is to keep a sweet spirit down in my soul. Oh, because you're sick don't mean you got to be mean. It don't mean you got to snap at everybody because you broke. Oh, God, all I want now is for you to just put a sweet spirit down in my soul just keep joy down in my heart God just keep clapping in my hands keep dancing in my feet I'm going now God keep prayer on my mind and please keep praise on my lips why because as I look back over my life and I think things over I want y'all to know and I'm finished now that I can truly say that I've been blessed anybody up in here that can truly say that I've been blessed you ought to look at somebody and say you're looking at you're looking at a blessed person Instead of saying you're looking at a sick person, uh, don't say you're looking at a depressed person. Uh, don't say you're looking at a down and out person. Uh, but I dare you, uh, when you go to work tomorrow, uh, just tell everybody uh, you're looking at a blessed person. Uh, I'm blessed in the city. Uh, I'm blessed in the field. Uh, I'm blessed when I go out. Uh, I'm blessed when I come back in and fact of the matter is every time I turn around 
down. The Lord, he keeps on blessing me. I dare you turn around. And guess what? You just got another blessing. Because every time I turn around, he keeps on blessing me. I can flex my muscles, but I know I can show forth his praise of him that brought me out of darkness and put me in the marvelous light. And so can I encourage you no matter where you are and no matter where you go it's showtime you can't stop now you can't drag your feet it's time to come out of the valley it's time to give God praise it's time to give God glory when you see how he brought you out of a horrible pit you got a right to praise him the fact that he saved my soul the fact that I'm on heaven's road I got something to praise God about and I stop by to tell you it's showtime you've been praying you've been fasting you've been holding on but tell your neighbor it's showtime get ready God's getting ready to do it God knows the way I take and when God have tried me I shall come forth as per gold I'm glad I'm glad that after all I've been through, I still got my joy. Is there anybody here still got your joy? Still got your deliverance? Still got your praise? Still got your dance? Still got your victory? Say yeah! 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 I'm finished. God says it's showtime. Ella knew something, you know what? All week long, I'm going to walk around like this. Uh -uh. Ain't nobody after me that I know of. So I ain't worrying about, I ain't watching my back because who's after me? But God said that it's showtime. And guess what? I'm just going to sit and watch. So you know what that mean? I don't need no interruptions. I know y'all save. You don't go to movies. <laughs> All right. 
When I go to a movie, I don't want nobody talking to me. I don't want nobody telling jokes. I don't even want you sitting next to me if you snack. Because you're a distraction. Come on here, somebody. But God says that is showtime. Sherry, God said it's showtime. You can't figure it out. You've already tried. Now God said just watch me work because it's showtime and whatever he promised he's faithful don't let the devil play tricks with your mind don't let the devil play tricks with your mind believe God get it out of your mind get it in your heart as long as it's in your mind you're going to keep changing it Come on here, somebody. As long as it's in your head, you're going to keep changing depending on the circumstances. Get it in your heart and believe God. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. You are chosen. You've been chosen by God. You are part of a royal priesthood. And my question is, when are we going to start acting like we're from, a, from that we're royalty? That don't mean we got to be stuck up and hold our head all in the air and have an attitude. That's not what that means. But we're royal children. It's time that we start acting like it. Time that we start living like it. I don't mean living being determined by what you have materially because you can have everything materially and still be miserable, still not fulfilling purpose. That's just a plus. Come on here. That's just a plus. That's just a benefit. But I'd rather have Jesus. I'd rather have the peace. I'd rather have the joy that comes with knowing him. But the word today is, he said, it's showtime. It's showtime. I'm going to show you some stuff you ain't thought about. That's what he's saying. I'm going to show you some stuff you have not even thought about. I'm going to show you some stuff that you don't even have written down. That's what make me God. Because my thoughts are far above your thoughts. And I know what you really need. And God says, that is showtime. Every eye closed, every head bowed. You've been faithful. You've been faithful. You've been faithful. You've been faithful. You've held on. God says, you have not denied my name. And because of that, I'm 
will show you something. I'm going to open up a door that's been shut. Somebody here today, God going to open up a door that's been shut. I don't even know what the door is. I don't even need to know what the door is. I don't even want to know what the door is because I can't open it. But God said, I'm going to open up a door that's been shut. They're going to be amazed how that door got open. <laughs> They're going to be amazed. They're going to ask, who left that gate unlocked? Who let the dogs out? Come on here, somebody. But God says it is so. And today, I just want you to believe God. Believe that God can. Don't just say it. That's our problem. Don't just say it. See, a lot of us believe, we believe in forgiveness. But we don't forgive, but we believe in it. So just believing don't mean nothing. Put it to action. Believe God. Give all of yourself to him. Give all of yourself to him. And watch and see what God is going to do. God, I shared with your people what you've placed on my heart to share. You have declared that your word would not go forth void, but it would accomplish what you set out for it to accomplish. Thank you, God, for these your people who've gathered in your house here today, and you knew who you wanted here. You knew exactly who you wanted here today, and you knew exactly who this word was for. Show God uh, out in a mighty way, because we know that without you, we can't do anything. Thank you for what you've already done. Thank you for what you're getting ready to do. And we praise you and we magnify your great name. God, is there anybody that don't know your darling son, Jesus, as a personal savior? God, I pray you draw them before it's too late. They can't come unless you draw them. It's with loving kindness that you draw. Draw them before it's too late. In the name of Jesus. And we thank you. There may be somebody here today you don't know Jesus. I'm never going to assume you don't know Jesus and you want to accept him into your life. I want to offer you the privilege of the altar today. Maybe you want to admit that you are a sinner and if you haven't accepted him, you are a sinner. We might as well tell the plain truth. If you die, you're going to hell. Come on, hell is a reality. We're not going to sugarcoat it. Another second is not promised to any of us. And so if you're here today, you admit that you are a sinner. All you got to do is believe that he's a son of God, that he died, they buried him, and that he rose on the third day. That he ascended back to heaven and that he's coming back for you. And then confess your sins to the Lord. He already know what you're trying to hide for. Confess your sins to the Lord and he's faithful and just to forgive you of all unrighteousness. You don't have to roll up and down the aisles and shout and jump and scream. You do have to make an intelligent decision that I want Christ in my life. Is there one here today? Is there one here today? Is there one here today? God bless you. We've done what the Lord said do.